0: your players need to improve their quality on the ball hey this is anders and welcome to how to coach youth football hey coach in this episode i'm going to show you how you can coach the player in possession of the ball what how you can coach them before they receive the ball whilst receiving the ball during their football action and what they should do after their football action but first, if you go to AndersVideo.com, I'm gonna show you the step-by-step process that I use to develop youth national team players consistently five years in a row. I'm gonna show you a copy and paste, an easy-to-use blueprint that you can apply to your own players if you go to AndersVideo.com. But now, let's return to the episode. Hey coach, so the player in possession is one of the four playing roles that you'll find inside of every game situation. So in this episode let's have a look at what the player in possession can do. And the player in possession he can do a lot of things or she can do a lot of things before receiving the ball. So the first thing to look at is perception and how we can um, get an impression of what's going on around us in our surroundings before receiving the ball. So we can look at where our teammates, where our opponents, where is available space, where is the goal, where is the ball? Where we get, just gather all that kind of information uh, of our surroundings before we receive the ball, and then after receiving, uh, after gathering that information, we position ourselves somewhere on the pitch to be able to receive the ball. Then we have to look and maybe adjust our positioning once more because things have happened during the last uh, maybe seconds. last time we were looking and then we take on a body position and if you're a midfield player uh, one of the positions that you can take is to have one foot towards the player or one foot towards your own goal and one foot towards the opponent's goal. So you can open up your body and be able to see more of the pitch because we don't want to receive the ball square on facing your own goal and your all your toes pointing towards your, your own goal. Um, hopefully you'll be able to receive the ball running forward and receiving the ball into space but that's not always possible. So you need to position yourself in order to receive the ball whilst uh, Maybe standing still, and then we want to position you sideways so that you have one foot towards your own goal and one foot towards the opponent's goal. So now you have your body position, and now you have to uh, keep looking at the game situation and maybe see where the opponents are coming from. So you'll be so so you'll understand where to take your first touch, and then we're going to move on to actually receiving the ball. So. Let's look at one of, well arguably, one of the best receivers of the ball out there right now, Martin Nödergård. He has all these different ways of receiving the ball. One way is to control for a quick second touch. You just stop the ball and change directions with your second touch. So by stopping the ball you'll attract opponents and then um, if you control the ball quickly on your first touch you can change directions on your second touch. Or you can just enter available space on your first touch, so as you receive the ball, you take the ball with you into an open space using your first touch. Or maybe you can even dribble on your first touch, which means pass one of the opponents. So you'll uh, pretend to go one way uh, before receiving the ball, and then on your first touch take the ball in an unexpected direction to dribble uh, your opponent. Or if it's a really tight space, you need to shield the ball with your first touch, which means position your body between the ball and the opponent, uh, the defenders. So they'll, so the defenders are unable to get to the ball. So you'll shield the ball with your first touch. This probably means just stopping the ball with your sole, the sole of your foot, or you can make a quick pass on your first touch. So those are just some of the ways you can. Uh, use your first touch to receive the ball or uh, dribble or or pass. Now that you have the ball you are the player in possession so now you have to do football actions. Football actions are actions that football players do during the game on the pitch which is dribbling and passing and uh, if you're a defender it could be tackling or covering or um, if you're um, a clear player creating space. It could be to run into space or stuff like that. So let's look at the football actions of um, the player in possession. He could transport the ball, which means dribble or mm, faint or yeah, something like that. Or he could pass the ball or throw the ball or something like that if it's a throw-in. So in order to do this football action, he, it, it's divided into three parts. First you look, then you decide, and then you execute. So when you look, you look for teammates. Where are my teammates? You look for opponents. Where are the opponents and where will they be in one second from now? Where is space? Uh, Which spaces will be available in one second from now and what spaces are available now? And where's the ball? Where's the goals? And all these kinds of things. So when executing a football action, that's the first part. Look at the game situation. And the second part of football action is to decide. And when you decide, you obviously want to decide on a solution that will help your team to win the game situation. So in order to do that, you will have to uh, look for what options are available. That's one of the things that will uh, make you decide what options are available. Could you pass to player A or player B? Those limiting um, or those possibilities and limitations will be triggered by the opponent and the runs in within your team. And the second thing to um, help you make your decision is what options are recommended by the team playing style. Maybe if you're a right fullback, it is not recommended to play the ball straight forward to um, a right winger facing his own goal. Instead, your playing style might recommend to play the ball in front of a midfielder who can run into space and receive the ball whilst running into space, for instance. So if that's the team playing style uh, and the right fullback knows that, that will help him make uh, a right decision to help his team win that game situation. And then, of course, you need to execute that uh, decision. So in the example with the right fullback passing to the right midfielder running into space, that pass needs to be done from a certain position on the pitch. So, what, what, from what position on the pitch would you like your right fullback to make that pass? And timing is the second part. What time, when is the right time, and when is not the right time? So, uh, and what direction do you want it to be? Do you want it to be directly at the midfielder, or slightly in front of the midfielder? And what speed does the the pass need to be? If it's If if you pass the ball too hard it will be very difficult to receive and if you uh, pass too soft it will be intercepted by uh, the opponent. So position, time, direction and speed are the four components of the execution part of the football action. So when you uh, want to coach the player in possession you're coaching the player's um, ability to look at the game situation before receiving the ball and his ability to decide based on the options available in the game situation and the team playing styles, uh, recommended solutions, but also the execution part uh, of the football action. Is it done from the right position, at the right time, in the right direction and at the right speed? So those are the four components of football action that we use when we are coaching our players. So if you found this episode helpful, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review this episode. Make sure to catch next week's episode where we're going to look at how you can create a specialized curriculum for your striker.